one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Outspoken with White and Jordan. 100% engagement. It's a total disrespect. Download, stand well back, listen. Jim White and Simon Jordan. I don't see that view. Outspoken with White and Jordan. From the world's biggest sports radio station, Talk Sport. Hello and thanks for downloading Outspoken, the podcast that brings you the very best of our daily Talk Sport show. Danny Murphy joined myself and Simon as we discussed Bukayo Saka's new contract at Arsenal and Pep Guardiola's plea that investigations into FFP breaches are completed as soon as possible. Plus, Danny names his team and manager of the season. news coming out of Arsenal. One of your favourite players. He's quite a season did he not? Bukaya Saka has signed a new four-year contract with the football club. It's mega money. We're going to get to that aspect of it in just a moment or two with Danny and Simon. But the fact that he's signed longer term, he's pledged his future to the football club until 2027 is bound to please the Arsenal fans. Those same Arsenal fans incidentally that Noel Gallagher was none too complimentary about yesterday. Yeah, I love it with that lot because the fans are idiots. They've got more fan channels than any club in the world sport. This is music. There's about a thousand of them. I know quite a few, and they were selling. They were giving it the big one in January, February, and they know they were. And I watch enough of their fan channels because it's highly amusing, and they know they were. You know, they come out with this: it's good against evil and all the money and all that, and it's just like suck it up. <laughs> It gets better and better every time I hear that. He wasn't caring, was he? Well, you're not going to get any resistance from me when he starts going on about Arsenal fan TV and those TV channels, are you? You're going to get a a choir ready to sing along with him. So I was quite happy that Noel went in. I actually don't think Arsenal fans, on the whole, there are quite as difficult as some of the other fans, specifically City fans or Newcastle fans. The moment you criticise those guys, there's a segment of that fan base that just become mortally offended and can't see any reason. Yeah. Whereas Arsenal fans, I don't quite get that same reaction. No. Um, so I think I, Noel's not necessarily right there. I think there's good and bad at both. There's always some more logical and sensible set fans. Don't make, yeah, this, a North, don't make this a North-South thing. 
I doubt I didn't. Good. Let's not make sure that no. you do. Uh, no, he, he was being deliberately naughty uh, yesterday and he enjoyed it. Every time he, he threw something out there, he enjoyed it. He seemed to enjoy the hours that went on. So uh, that but was he no loves football, doesn't great he? For him. He loves his football. Yes, indeed. Uh, one gentleman who loves his football and loves playing for Arsenal <laughs> is Bukayo Saka because we now know he signed a new four-year contract with Arsenal, keeps him there until 2027. Danny, what, what do you make of the numbers that are being spoken about? Um, this comes reportedly after strong interest from other clubs in, in Saka. Um, a similar situation, maybe, uh, with Mason Mount. I'll get to that in a second. But Saka, with bonuses, is going to go on to 280 grand a week. Now, that's a lot of money, trebling his current wages. First off, has he proven his worth already at such a young age? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm loath to always believe... The media numbers, I always think it's going to be a bit lower. In my experience playing football, every time I read about what someone was earning, I knew what they were earning. It was always a bit more in the press for some reason. They like to add a bit on and and, and bump it up to a, a fee that he would be getting if he won six European Cups, five Ballon d'Ors, four top goal scorers and played every minute of every season. So let's say he's on a couple of hundred grand a week. That's probably about right for a player of his potential and quality, what he's already done in today's games. A lot of players earning that who aren't as good, whether that's right or wrong is a different subject but yeah it wouldn't worry me that he's what he's earning I think it's fantastic that he signed I think it's brilliant that he's committed I would probably have him at the top of my list of players that I would not worry about his attitude or application based on earning more money and affecting him he looks like he comes from really good family good people around him he's a humble hard-working young man super talented and uh, yeah it wouldn't concern me one bit if I was an Arsenal fan the figures he's getting because I don't think it'll change his attitude or his desire to do well Where are you with the too much too young attitude uh, argument that might be brought into this? Oh yeah there, there's definitely definitely an argument for too much that players get too much too young I, I can only talk from personal experience where everything was a you do your YTS you get a pro you get a pro you get in the first team you get in the first team you get in the dressing room with the first team lads you do well in the first team you get your decent contract everything you know you 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 were always striving for something i was never around people who were earning thousands of pounds a week before ever playing a first team game now as i started playing later i remember at fulham for example some lads played the first game or come off the bench whatever and Next week, you see him with a Range Rover in the car park, and Simon will have seen this more than I would. The, the lads, he, he, he looked, you know, at his club for years. I, I think there has to be an incentive other than just the football for players to really push on. Now, some, some, some players have a mindset. It doesn't matter what the money they're getting, and, and they just keep going. They just keep pushing. But I think a lot fall into the trap of thinking they've made it before they've made it because of the wealth and the nice car and the status that right. brings. Right, but he's not, he doesn't fall into this category. I don't see Far it from him. it. I mean, he's being offered, this is what they've been offered and they're accepting it. Well, I, th- I think your question to I mean, me, I, I, was, I was talking more a couple of years back in Saka's journey or those yeah. than, than he is now. I mean, he's established himself as a Premier League player for the last few years and, and international player. So he's he's an, he's he's well past yeah 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 yeah. But I don't think the only thing for Saka for me the only thing is where can he what's his ceiling? So I'm looking at him thinking with his ability, his strength, his quick feet, his his two footedness, his strikes, you know, his goals. He's got 14 this season and double figure assists. Where can he go? So when you look at the best right wingers scoring the most goals, Salah's a great example of someone who always score goals. Now can can. Saka get another 20% out of him, 25% out of him in the next couple of years and start hitting 20, 25 goals a season and 15 a season and really 
pushing on again. I think he can. Well, I mean, Simon, I know you would probably agree that this is good. This is good to see it. A yeah. club investing so heavily in an academy product. Yeah. Because this is what well, you're after. But then you, on the other side of the coin, you get Mason Mount. And those stories that he's going to be out of Chelsea, and I know, Danny, you're a big fan of Mounts, that he's going to be out of Chelsea sooner than later in a £55 million deal that will take him to Manchester United. Yeah. So while Saka stays, Mount looks as if he's off. Yeah, two academy it, prospects. Sure, but it's horses for courses. Mm. Just because you've got an academy to produce young players, it doesn't mean that the outcome is always going to be that those young players are going to stay with you ad infinitum. Going to Danny's point about salaries, my, my tragic experience was I didn't believe the salaries of players when I first bought a football club, and I found out actually my experiences were that the salaries that they were demanding and the ones that were reporting in the papers were understated against what you were having to pay these players. The tr- trouble for a player that's getting this kind of money is the alternative is... They, they run the clock down, they go out the door and you're in this invidious situation of, as a club that you are not wanting. Nobody really thinks that a 21, 22-year-old kid should be getting £200,000 a week in football. They think that they should build their trade. They know there's great rewards in the, in the business of sport and ultimately you get it when you've got this great big body of work behind mm. you. But because of the change of the legislation around contract laws, because of the Bosman ruling, because of the nature of trying to protect your assets and the inherent value of them, you're forced into this position. The key component special, they merit it. No. Well, the key component is that it's it's never about the money. It really isn't about the money. It's about being paid what you're worth. But the most important thing is being worth what you're paid. And too many footballers are getting paid something that they're not worth. And that's the economics of football. The trickle down effect that doesn't exist in other parts of the world does exist in football because top players get paid top money and then average players get paid top money as well and you think to yourself why am I paying mediocrity this boy is on a journey if you talk to Arsenal fans and I've got a lot of them my mates think he's going to be the second coming right I have my reservations I think he might follow the pathway of Raheem Sterling and be a very good player but not be the world class well beater that people think he might be Ooh. Okay. But okay. the problem is, Jim, if you know, it's like the Wilfred Zaha argument, isn't it? We're talking about Wilfred Zaha coming out of contract at 31 years of age and Palace potentially offering him £200,000 a week and people scratching their head. The alternative is you let him go, you pay someone as fifty million quid to replace him, and you've got to pay the fella two hundred grand a week anyway because that's a salary of a £50 million footballer. Yeah, yeah. It's about if he must have... Arsenal are quite good at this. He must be wrapped with the right people around him to not allow this huge economic benefit that he's going to got, get to distract him from his evolution as a footballer. Well, that's the point that must be And, and the on. other thing, just quickly on this, Arsenal with this are doing the right thing, but also if you look at the history of Arsenal when you're talking Fabregas, Van Persie, uh, Sanchez, all these people who, who they let go out of contract and end up not getting... Not protecting the yeah, asset sure, in the first sure. place because they didn't want to be held to ransom. Right. Saka, you've got to get it. That is done. Like, well done. Just don't... Learn from your past mistakes. Danger. Flammable exchanges ahead. Outspoken with White and Jordan. From the world's biggest sports radio station, Talk Sport. Brighton have made Europe for the first time in their history. Manchester City, of course, are the champions. But, of course, it doesn't go away. Manchester City, and Noel Gallagher spoke about this yesterday when he was in Manchester City fan. Of course, the 115 uh, financial breach charges which have been levelled against Manchester City back in February by the Premier League. Now, of course, um, Pep was asked about this yesterday in, the, in his pre-match uh, presser. It was always going to be a situation whereby someone would fire something at him about the FFP investigation. And he came back, maybe as many would predict he did. What I would like is a uh, Premier League could make, or the judges make, as soon as possible, you know, that... We did something wrong. Everybody will know it, and 
if we are like we believe we are, like we have done as a club for many years in the right way, and the people start to stop, you know, sometimes to talk about that. Yeah. So we will love it tomorrow. Yeah. This afternoon, better than tomorrow. We will love it. Hopefully, yeah. they are not so busy, and the judges can see it and listen both sides, and at the end decide what is what is the best. If it happens, it happens. We happen in the UEFA, and after we, you know what will happen. Now is the Premier League, so let's go. Come on, 24 hours, sit down, talk, and both sides, lawyers, present. Don't wait one year, two years. Why don't do it quickly? Come on, and as soon as possible for, for the benefit for everyone. So, but I know there are many, many cases around the world for many injustices and first, and maybe they are so busy. But hopefully, we can do it as soon as possible. So, no, no one, not even of course for us, because we wanna. We want to defend our, you know, our principles, and if the people doubts, okay. So let's go. Let's do it as soon as possible, please. Did you love it? I'm watching you laugh there, Simon, as uh, we played that clip of Pep. Yeah. Um, 115 charges against Manchester City. City have launched a legal challenge against the charges. They span 14 seasons, and yet you're laughing. Although Pep is saying what many fans are saying not just City fans but fans of every club get on with it let's find out if they're innocent or guilty do it get on with it and yet we've got to wait between two and four years well you might want to ask yourself why I mean he's a remarkable football coach but when I listen to that tosh that complete and utter lack of self-awareness the reasons why this will take so long is because your football club will operate in a certain way which is that it will want to be able to do whatever it can to ensure that this is kicked into the long grass, that time bars and all manner of things are considered. If people get all irate. If Manchester City have this irrefutable body of evidence, then produce it, fast-track it. Why worry about... I understand why they want to do it, because they want to make sure that everything, that they how they want it to be done, from who chairs the panel because they have Arsenal in their bio to onto how evidence is submitted and when it's submitted. So for Pep Guardiola to seriously sit in front of the media with a straight face, I think is a rem- it goes a lot I think I rank that up with his coaching. The, the ability <laughs> to be able to say that kind of preposterous, ill-informed, misrepresentative, unaware drivel about the Premier League that they're too busy and hopefully they won't be too busy. The bottom no, but hang is, on a second. Let's say Manchester City's legal team did exactly what Pep is saying. Yeah, they won't. They get in touch with the Premier League they this morning at 11 minutes past 11 o'clock and say, right, here's the deal. We want this fast-tracked. But they won't. Get on with it, Premier League. We want it fast-tracked. We want to know in a month where they, we stand. But they won't. Now, what would the Premier League do then? I would imagine the Premier League will be more than comfortable mm. with presenting. They're the ones that have brought the charges. They're the ones that have either done the research and investigate the allegations. People talk about time bars. There is an element, if this is proven to be the case, people don't like this word, is an element of fraud about it. And fraud, whilst it has a six-year statute of limitations, also is enshrined in law that that statute starts when it's the earliest possible time to bring a case against the person you're alleging has contravened the particular circumstances of breach of rules or fraud in, in, in common law. So with that in mind, the Premier League aren't stupid, Man City fans, that seem to think that time bars is something that's going to exclude this particular conversation or is people reaching back and trying to find a way to smack Man City. Let's not forget, lest we do, that Man City have already been sanctioned. You know, 
if you do something once, there's a good possibility you might just do it twice. It's called adverse inference. So they've already been sanctioned as a result of 2011-2012. And this team that took a £60 million fine... I don't care how much money you got. They took a £60 million fine, which was reduced to 30 or £20 million because of good behaviour, and they were allowed to compete in a certain way in the Champions League again back in after the 2011 So they, they are not, not guilty of things. They've done it previously. I would love, so would everybody, love to see these 115 charges, and a lot of them are trumped-up charges, to be honest with you. They replicate, they, they replicate one another. It's the same charge being alleged over a multiple of seasons. Right, so it's not 115 separate instances. It's 115 examples of a similar rule being broken on yeah, a multiple but, but of times. Manchester City are saying what you would say. We're, we're, we're clear of any wrongdoing here. But they, but they, there but is they, no wrongdoing here. You that, would say that if you're in that position. But then, then why'd you take a £60 million fine in 2002? Oh, because it's a conspiracy theory against you. I'll take but a that was a separate investigation. But it's still of the same... It's the fruit of the same poisonous tree, which is their conduct. Right? So what about this current one? Let's talk about this current one. That's what Pep but, was talking about. But, Pep's saying, get it sorted sooner than later. But again, What's wrong with that? But they, we because, all think that. But then, because Manchester City don't want that. If you had an irrefutable body, if I had an irrefutable body of of, of work, Linford, so his own club isn't getting the memory. Linford Christie and you say no, Bolt they're, they're would be on to keep up with me. I'd be in there in the in, in in there wanting to make sure that every aspect of every piece of irrefutable evidence was buried in the in the esophagus of Richard Masters. That's what I would want to do, right? But they don't want to do that. They want to operate in a certain way, and they have said it themselves. We will tie people up in thirty years of legislation because we've got the ability to do it or £30 million with a spend pattern that we'll put behind this. They've said it themselves. They have said it themselves. So for Pep to sit in front of... Well, I don't know how, and of course, there's a consequence for our little mate Guardiola because if they are found guilty, he's off, isn't he? No, he mm. said he'll stay. No, 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 no. That's not what he said. He's, if he's saying it now, he's changed his tune. What's the consequence for the Premier League if the Premier League lose this case? Well, it won't be a lose-win, will it? But it's, I not think about, it's not about losing something. It's about bringing charges because they it think... It would look odd, wouldn't it? No, I hope... That I, do you know what? They'll, I be, really a, they'll be in the middle. I hope they'll end up getting a If Manchester City find in the longer term there is no case to answer, how are the Premier League going to lose? That's there? not going to happen. Well, they're brought charges and these charges... Know, Danny? Hang on, how many Thanks times... Thanks for that. How many times are people brought to court to answer charges and they're exonerated? This is the process that you have to follow. If yeah, you but have, Pep's quite right at the moment. As we sit here talking about it, they're innocent. Yes, but they've got, they're innocent of, until they're proven guilty. And you can't prove them guilty because they won't follow the process of trying to get to a court case or, or, or a summation quickly, whilst their manager's making ridiculous, preposterous observations that they wish they Why could do that. Why are they ridiculous, though? They're innocent. And he's saying... Well, they're contradictory we're, to the... We're, we're they're innocent. Con- they're contradic- get on with it. They're Actions and words. The actions, the words of a manager in a press conference who doesn't know what he's talking about and will have a consequence as a result of it because he said two years ago when he was put right behind the eight ball in a press conference answering questions that were unfair because he couldn't answer anyway because he's not adept at these sort of questions about financial landscapes. That's not his gig. That's not his job, right? He turned around and said, if if I have been lied to, I will leave. He said it. So if they're proven guilty, that will mean that he's been lied to and that will mean he has to leave. So you would have thought that the Premier League that can't wait to undo Man City, this big conspiracy theory of all these cartel that are going to get together and do Man City down, would be running for the, for the finishing line. I don't think it will damage the Premier League. I hope Man City are found innocent 
or guilty, but neither in the middle. I hope it's one or the other. I hope it's completely and utterly binary. Well, there is no... Well, this isn't Scottish law where it's not proven. There is no well, in the well, middle. But, but Jim, it's innocent or guilty. Jim, Jim there was in the, in the middle because when they went in front of the Court of Arbitration of Sport, they used technicalities that overcome the overriding argument. They still came away with a 10 million... Listen to the sentiment of every single every single court that judges them. Man City will not cooperate. It's the constant theme. Man City. So how does that chime with Pep Guardiola's absurd assertion, assertion that he wants it to be done quickly? It is an absolutely unequivocal, cast-iron, repetitive allegation from whoever Man City stand in front of. They will not cooperate. You're 100% essential download. Outspoken with White and Jordan. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's a long way to go yet because we're going at Danny today to give us not only his team of the year in the Premier League, but he's manager of the year as well. And he's doing that with Selco Builders Warehouse. There is a lot of pressure involved in this, Danny Murphy. Well, you're never going to please everyone, are you? You can't please everyone all the time. Let me get my pen because... I'm Not even Simon can us. please everyone all the time. No. Well, who does he so please? what I'll do is I'll go Hi, through my team... It's my the, podcast. Sorry. I'll go through my team of the season. Yes. And then if you or anybody else, for that matter, wants to dissect that, will come back at me. There are, it's a difficult one because there's been some brilliant, brilliant individual performances. So I'll crack on. Okay. Um, in goal, I've gone for Pope. I think he's been absolutely outstanding and a key reason why Newcastle have got the second-best defence by only one goal, by the way, in the Premier League. Yeah. Um, there were other contenders, but Pope is in goal. Trippier at right-back, there's my Newcastle contingent. Absolutely outstanding, with and without the ball. I think he's been a real brilliant signing for them. Really sure. exceeded my expectation of what he would achieve so quickly. Yeah. And the impact. Okay, um, to Newcastle already. Yeah, centre-offs, I've gone for Diaz, Man City. He's been a rock this season. Best, def- uh, best defence in the league. And alongside him, I went for Saliba. I think him missing... He hasn't played for a couple of months, has he? 
Uh, I don't know if it's quite that long, but I think his impact for a young player to slot in so comfortably and have such a, yeah. a brilliant season, and I suppose it probably came more to my mind him when he the, the the gap that's been left since he wasn't there. Sometimes you appreciate more when you don't play. Um, wonderful, wonderful young player. So he's gone in left back. I've a difficult one because. Ake came in late for City. Shaw's done well at times, but also away from home, they've had real bad days. And so I've gone for Zinchenko because I think for three quarters of the season, his ability to play out from the back, coming to midfield, I think he's been another reason why Arsenal have done so well. So I've had to put Zinchenko in there. Dan Burnley. Dan Burn deserves a mention, but I think Zinchenko's had a bigger impact. Three in midfield, one holding, two attacking. The two attacking ones are the easiest part of the team. Kevin De Bruyne Kevin. and o- yeah, yeah. Odegaard. Odegaard. Yeah. Odegaard's creativity, goals leadership he's been been sensational he's been Arsenal's best player for me and De Bruyne speaks for itself no nothing else needed really to when you talk about Kevin De Bruyne that's yeah. how good he is he's, he's, he's as near to perfection as you can get is he not? yeah yeah and he's also so pleasing on the eye and the way he glides across the pitch everything he does is just beautifully executed I described him a bit like the Federer of football in an article recently I like that it is you know it's just effortless yeah do you like that one Simon I think it's wonderful. I think it's the best thing I've ever heard. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah, you well, very that, much. That, that is compliment. Okay. I'll take that with all the... Uh, endorsement, but well, you, you had it all the same. I'll take it without the tongue. Okay. Um, holding pl- play was the hardest one because I think the impact Casemiro's had on Manchester United has been huge. Steady Eddie. But I'm going for Rodri. Oh, right. Because Rodri's level of performance has been his best so far in a City shirt. He's played nearly every game. His durability is phenomenal. And he's starting to add some goals. Now, I know Casemiro's coming to the United side with lost lot, a lot less talent. Not not Casemiro, more about the United team compared to City's. And and so his impact's been really good. And arguably, yeah, you could argue his impact's been greater. But the success that City are going to have and have already have means that Rodri just tips Casemiro. And the front three, pretty standard. Haaland down the middle, couldn't be anyone else. I've gone for Rashford on the left because since he came back from the World Cup, what he's done, his goals, nothing short of... Phenomenal, really. Nobody else on the left hand side. Grealish has had a, a good season, but Rashford is in Rashford, there. Though. And You're on the United player, yeah. On the right, I was torn between Saka and Salah because Salah's goals this season, he's got 30 and 50, I think 19 or 20 in the Premier League. I've gone for Saka because what he's <sighs> only because the age he's done it at four. What has he got? 15 goals in a side that's competed for the league. And, and again, Saka's durability. Playing week in, week out. I'm not sure he should have played in every game, to be honest, the eight games in Europe, but that's a different debate for another day. But I've gone for Saka just because I think he's the young player of the year and he needs to be in there. So not one Liverpool player in there? Well, Salah, Salah would be in there in terms of if I was picking a team tomorrow to play in a final, would I have Salah ahead of Saka? Yeah, I would. But for the whole season, for the impact of a young player, 21 years of age, to be able yeah. to do it. And bring Arsenal forward the way he has. He had to go in. We attempted to, to put Ramsdale ahead of Pope. You've put Pope ahead of Ramsdale. No. Thank you, I like, Ram, I like Ramsdale a lot. And yeah. He's better with his feet than Pope. We all know that. And he's had a good season. And he's going to get better. But I think Pope's been absolutely pivotal okay. to Newcastle's... No Declan Rice? Did he come close? He would come close. To, no, no, actually, not this season. He can't. He hasn't had the impact Casemiro's had, and he's not done as well as Rodri. But would he do? Would he do as well as Rodri? And would he do as well as either of those two in those teams? There's an argument for that. Okay, there's an argument for McAllister or Caicedo of Brighton, isn't there? Okay, thanks, Danny. No. Nope. So Nick Pope in goal <laughs> of Newcastle across the back. Trippier, Diaz, Saliba, and Zinchenko in front mm. of them. De Bruyne picks himself. Odegaard with Rodri in front of them, and then Saka. Haaland and Rashford 
Would you like to give us a sprinkling of opinion on this one? I just want to imagine how angst-ridden he must have been considering this choice where he couldn't have put his surrogate sons, Mason Mount and James <laughs> Madison, into the mix. Well, we haven't seen Mason for a while, have we? No, he hasn't played. Right. Um, I would have, I would have, well, for what my opinion is worth, I would have, I would have liked to see Carl Walker in that side. Yeah, but, but the I problem, think he's the, been remarkable this season. He's been remarkable in the second, the last third of the season. If you remember, in the, the first third, if not longer, of the season, he wasn't playing. Hmm. They played Rico Lewis as that inverted right back for quite a long time, and there was a question mark over his Walker done. You know, this, this is how this is how incredible it is when Walker comes in ready. Well, maybe not a third, yeah, about a third of the season he was not playing. So. I think if you, it's a difficult one when you team of the season. Who's played the majority of the season? Not who's had little impacts. Why Can, Rashford? Why? Because he scored some goals before the World Cup. He wasn't completely out of it. He was still contributing. And then when he came back, he just kicked on again. And I think without him, United would, wouldn't wouldn't be in the position they're in. Well, they okay. Wouldn't. Did you think Ollie Watkins? Did he come into the mind at all? No. Nope. No. Nope. Okay. All right. Although he's been brilliant, but I, I, it's a good one. Good shout. Yeah. You can't remember everyone when you're asked to do these things. And 28 goals for, for Kane, right? But yeah, but that's an easy... If you're playing one up front, Kane or, Kane or Haaland... Yeah. Come yeah. On. No, of course. Of course. It's like, that's like a Jim White, Simon Jordan kind of argument. Isn't it, it is, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. You're Haaland. Thank you, Danny. <laughs> Thank you very much indeed. Um, so who's your manager of the season? Well, I think there's some outstanding jobs this season. Obviously, Eddie Howe. Nobody's thought that. I don't think... I, well, I certainly didn't think that Steve Cooper was going to be able to keep Forrest in the league with the amount of players that come in. But I think with what happened to Bournemouth at the beginning of the season and Scotty leaving after the 9-0 and everyone thinking they're done, I think the job Gary O'Neill's done, He's uh, I'd put him just ahead of Cooper. Because I think when you look at the Bournemouth squad, it would take a very brave man. I'd like to find one who thought they were going to stay up at the beginning of the season. So, so I mean, if this was after, say, it, the Champions League final and Pep and City have done the three... Would it be Pep? I, do you know what? No, because you expect it from Pep because he's such a genius. They just keep... So Pep could win the treble yeah, but not you, be your manager it of the season? Of course he would be, on, you know, you, in terms of success. But I still think what Gary O'Neill's done at Bournemouth is monumental because they were done. That squad is not good enough in terms of what, it, what you think at the beginning of the season. You're looking at it going, it's not got enough. Then it gets hammered. Then they lose the manager. Then he comes in, steadies the ship. Then they fall away again. Then he picks them up again. Pep, you kind of expect him to just keep winning all these trophies, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Which could hardly be a, a flaw or a fault. But if, but you, if, you if, if tomorrow manager of the season was given to Cooper, to Eddie Howe, to Pep, to Gary O'Neill, all, they'd all be worthy winners, wouldn't they? Yeah. Who's your manager of the season, Simon? Yeah, who is? I, um, I think that if you're looking at manager's season, you have to factor in what criteria you're judging them by. If the criteria is about winning things, then you have to give it to Pep Guardiola because ultimately his team are the best team in the league. They win the league. I would make the case that if you buy, if you have a team that's won the league the previous year and you buy the best centre-forward in world football, you should win the bloody league. So I would argue that case. But there's also a more component parts of management than just setting them up on a pitch. You have to manage their mentalities and their egos and all that goes with it, which is a managerial skill that doesn't get as much representation as it should. I would go probably Eddie Howe. You'd go Eddie Howe? Yes. Right. Okay. Because their brand of football has been exhilarating. Yeah. Exhilarating. And, I mean, they've, they've replaced Leeds that were a couple of years ago, everyone's favourite second side. Newcastle are now in that place. All the vitriol about who owns their football club Absolutely. and how many just get cut up. I've, I've been lost in the ether of what he has doing with that side. And to finish fourth or third in the Premier League with a mid-ranging spend against other sides Phenomenal. and to do it with the plum yeah. and the togetherness and, the, and, and get to cup final 
I think Newcastle are the story of the season. Hard-edged, hard-nosed, hard-to-beat. Outspoken with White and Jordan. Thanks for listening to Outspoken with White and Jordan. Please leave us a review wherever you get your podcast. We'll be back each weekday to bring you the best of the show.